Uh, another veteran is Adam Schefter. He's our ESPN NFL insider. He joins us courtesy of Twin Peaks, Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. Adam, I can't believe we're checking in with you on another uh, Monday where the Broncos have won. This is now five consecutive wins. It's yeah. the longest win streak since Super Bowl 50 in 2015. Well, that's how relevant they've become. They are as compelling well, more compelling than any team, Broncos team, since then. Um, and to think that they were 1-5 coming off a 70-burger against Miami. Mm. They looked like they were as bad as any team in the league. You're pondering who should be traded, who should be kept, what moves they should make. They don't trade anybody. They stand pat, and they just keep ripping off wins. It's incredible to watch. And now... They're in a spot where, realistically, it looks like they got a very strong chance of making the playoffs. Now, obviously, there's a lot of work to be done and, and, and games to win and all that stuff like that. I got it. But they're sitting there 6-5. and five. The schedule is such that they should be able to find enough wins on there if they yeah. keep playing the way they are to make it to the postseason. And what would the odds have been <laughs> when they were 1-5? and five, Yeah. <laughs> Having given up seven for the Broncos to make the playoffs, you had told me that I would say, "Come on, man, no way." And here they are. That's a honestly a huge credit to that entire organization that they were able to bounce back from the deepest of deep despairs to where they are today, making a real playoff push. Adam, you said it right there. One in five. Now, if the Broncos can continue to the success and the consistency that they are in right now, and they can get to a postseason. Could Sean Payton win Coach of the Year? Uh, well, uh, you know, listen, there have been some coaches that have done a great job this year. Yeah. Um, I think Kevin Stefanski, despite the loss yesterday, has done a great job this year. D'Amico Ryans yeah. has been tremendous in Houston. But, yeah, why? I mean, Sean's going to be right there in the end. Uh, has done to this point as well as anybody has. And turning around this team, they were awful last year. And they were awful to start this year. Now, how could a team that bad over the course of the last couple of years turn into this unbeatable force the way they have? It's really, it's it's, it's incredible to me to watch. It really is. It, it is. And um, D'Amico Ryans is definitely, if, if Houston keeps winning games, I think it's his uh, award to lose. But, you know, to win that award, you kind of got to have a story with it. It doesn't go to the team with the most wins, actually, yeah. if you look at it by year. And what a story. If the Broncos could get to 10 wins, double their win total year over year, and snap the second-longest playoff drought in the in the NFL, um, he, he, I, yeah. I agree with you. I think he'd be right there, man. I, I do. Uh, and, and think about well, – this is also interesting in a lot of ways. Think about the interview that Sean Payton did with Jared Bell of the USA Today this summer. Right. Yep. Where he took all the grief, uh, where he questioned and criticized Nathaniel Hackett. And the Jets, I, I believe, that, that was probably the last game that Denver lost, correct? Yeah. Uh, I believe so, yeah. Okay, and and so I believe, you know, those comments helped fuel the Jets that day and helped result in a Jets victory over the Broncos, which hard to imagine that the Jets could beat the Broncos now. But in that same interview... Sean Payton told Jared Bell that he would be really disappointed if this team didn't make the playoffs. Yep. 
And everybody at that point in time was like, oh, you know, everybody in the BNC excited. And then they start one and five. You're thinking, make the playoffs. Right. Yeah. Like <laughs> in what, 2029? Right. Make the playoffs? Come on. And now here they are. It looks like Sean Payton knew exactly what he was doing and talking about. Uh, one, I, I got to ask this. I got to ask this because I know you cover the whole league. And when you're talking tonight on, on Monday Night Football, like you guys do big picture yep. topics, mm-hmm. where does this Broncos five-game win streak on the heels of, of one and five? And by the way, Adam, it's just the fifth time since 1966 that a team has started one, of, one and five and rattled off five consecutive wins. Where do the Broncos stack up right now in, most, in the, the most interesting stories league-wide? Well, I, I think there are some storylines that right now stand out. I don't know, you know, you could rank them yourselves and they'd probably take on different level of meetings to different people, but I think the resiliency of the Philadelphia Eagles, um, the revival of the Dallas Cowboys, uh, the Houston Texans coming out of nowhere. Also interesting, uh, some of the fire coaches that continues to go on across the league. Uh, you, know, you know, here's the deal. You know, the Broncos' five-game winning streak right now is as interesting as anything else. I noticed yesterday when we were doing ESPN Sunday Countdown, it was, it was on, there was a conversation about the Broncos and their win streak and whether they can make the playoffs early in the show. And, again, just like we're talking about to make the playoffs, if you'd say, well, what are the chances that the Broncos are going to be high up in Sunday Countdown where we're having this spirited debate about, you know, whether they can make the playoffs, the fact that that would even be an issue and it's come up shows you that they've become interesting, relevant, again, uh, as interesting and relevant as they've been at any point since their Super Bowl season. And I would imagine, I'm not there, you guys are, but I would imagine it's got to be awful fun for the city right now just to watch this, this improbable revival of a team that was left for dead on the side of the road. Mm. Adam, look. I've played in the NFL, and honestly, I'm kind of happy I'm done playing because of the fines are atrocious, man. Yeah, you look, they're like $43,000 for a, yeah. I don't know what kind of hit. Um, what's going on with that? Why is there so many fines going on? I think I read somewhere there's like $15.4 million in fines that the uh, players have given back to the NFL. What's going on with that, uh, Adam? Well, you know, the, the, the league has made it a point to emphasize safety. And the league wants things done a certain way. And if a player is lowering his helmet or roughing a quarterback or demonstrating unnecessary roughness, the league is not going to wait. And the league wants to send a message. I, you know, again, I, I think it's got to be really, really hard to play defense yeah. in the NFL in this day and age uh, to live like that. But the fact of the matter is, is that I, I really think they want to embed it in people's thinking that you are not allowed to do certain things. It's going to be unacceptable. And to me, that's what they've tried to do with these fines. Uh, uh, you know, I don't care how much money you make. Right, right. You're taking tens of thousands of dollars out of someone's pocket. It Anybody feels that. Anybody. Yep. Big time. All right, well, we appreciate you big time, uh, Adam Schefter. Uh, we know you have uh, things to do, and uh, we'll be watching you later tonight. Thank you so much for your time, and hopefully uh, we'll do this again next Monday, uh, reacting to a win in Houston. It's fascinating. Yeah, big, big game against uh, Derek Barnett, who the Texans claimed on waivers there from the Philadelphia Eagles, and C.J. Stroud has been the offensive rookie of the year going away, not even close. Yep. And we'll see how the Broncos that. <laughs> By the way, 
Broncos Texans. If you said to me, you know, six weeks ago, uh, what's your level of interest in watching that game? I'd be like, yeah, okay, isn't there a slippery rock versus uh, Mount Union game on that day? <laughs> now, you know, we're fired up for that game, and that's going to be a, a really intriguing matchup this upcoming weekend. I hope everybody enjoys it. Thanks for having me today, guys. Zach and Phil, and we'll talk to you next Monday night. Okay, there he goes. Adam Schefter, the one and the only, our ESPN NFL insider presented by Twin Peaks.